At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Oh, <laughs> we're getting so much better. But hey, welcome to the pod. Uh, I had an opening for this one, but did I just lost? But uh, yeah, no. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did not come to play. Oh no, he just faced the bottle of wine. I see you, man. All right, Dad. You just didn't even notice. <laughs> it was so swift. It's the dad vibes to yeah. match my dad bob. Actually, I have a nice dad bod. Yeah, this is the dad podcast. Everyone, <laughs> we're just dad bothering up to the season, honestly. Kelly's like, no, because Kelly the other day posted a picture on Instagram or on Facebook, and she was looking so fly. I was like, okay, sis, you're feeling yourself. <laughs> okay, okay, Monty, I'll that. see you. That dress. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got banned on Facebook again, and I do blame Battle for that. because. <laughs> Wait. Is it my fault? No, but you keep speaking on it and putting it out into the universe. <laughs> yeah, I'm like always like, what? Uh, what Facebook is Andre on today? <laughs> I have five. <laughs> Only five. Wow, <laughs> less than I remember. Keeping he it won't cute add this me time. On one of them. Because I don't have the password to it. <laughs> he claims he doesn't have the password, but this man has passwords for days. I, exactly. That's the issue. You need to try you all. You need to bring back Brittany Matthews. That was my favorite. <laughs> I, I do. That was a that was a moment. <laughs> but hey, welcome to Bras and Murder. This episode, uh, we were gonna do paranormal. Well, we are, but it's it's funny how all of our cases kind of fit the same neat theme when we did paranormal, and we got real witchy with it. <laughs> we got some real witch shit. Spacey shit. I think I'm gonna start because mine's uh, not as dark <laughs> as everyone else's. I'm not very dark at all. Yeah, so we're gonna start off light and kind of playful, and then just get more <laughs> depraved as we go along. So now I'll go first, and because Mike. Wait, 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 wait. Who are we, and what is the show? Shit, we are Bros of Murder. We bring you true crime cases of color. We talk about lots of things, and we play music. I'm not recording the video. Can you forgive me? God damn it. 
Well, Everyone, this is like the second time I forgot to start the recording on the video, so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> oh, he's so sweet. All right, so uh, my case is about a female drummer who claims to have been under attack for several years by a witch. And she actually tried taking this witch to court, modern day court. <laughs> And she assured the judge that this witch is responsible for magical molestation, among other things. And this witch in question is Beyonce herself. Bitch. Ah, Bitch. Wow. Yeah. Is she more like a succubus? <laughs> she's something. Okay, these these, these yeah. accounts. I mean, and like, she's been she's been like attached to the whole like Illuminati conspiracy thing. Oh. So apparently, I know I love watching those videos, and they have like the random like uh, symbols in her music videos. Oh or yeah, halftime so, oh, football show. Look whatever. at these triangles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. triangles are pretty common shape. <laughs> Wait, guys, that- Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta add like a third eye, right? <laughs> It reminds me of that Instagram of that like medium who's like divorced from Spirit of Michael Jackson. Oh my god! Oh jeez! I was following yeah. her for a while. <laughs> I yeah, did not. She was that. a spirit medium who was married to Michael Jackson. But, but they then they got divorced. But they, they were still on like amical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, we all thought the Salem where trials were over, and they thought they were a thing of the past. But guess what? We're bringing it back. <laughs> If I move to Portland, we can go to Salem. Isn't that where the Salem witch trials were? No, that's no, East Coast. Yeah, East Coast. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> Don't edit that out. Just let everyone know how much of a geography person I am not. Geography? <laughs> All right, but yeah, let's go get to it. You tried. You tried to sis. Yeah. <laughs> so now, Kimberly Thompson is a former drummer for Beyonce. Uh... They, she was a drummer for her for about several years. And this was like throughout her whole like lemonade tour. And if you're a Beyonce fan, you're aware that during her lemonade tour, she had an all-female band. So she was one of the prominent drummers throughout like Beyonce's whole like last couple Beyonce-isms. <laughs> like <laughs> her last few tours. And she filed a civil harassment restraining order against Beyonce for quote unquote extreme witchcraft. She claims that, among a lot of things, Beyonce has stolen intellectual properties, uh, a hard drive out of her computer, and she's saying that Beyonce did this personally, like snuck into her house and personally stole a hard drive out of her computer. Uh, She has also claimed that Beyonce has done just horrible mean spells upon her. Thompson accuses Beyonce of magical molestation, the murder of her cat, and spells against her lovers. And when pressed about that, basically said that she had, but I'll paraphrase it, she had a lot of dick appointments fall through, and she's playing that on Beyonce's <laughs> and her magic. <laughs> but honestly, I can see why someone would be mad about that. <laughs> I mean, I can understand Beyonce being in your proximity is like fucking up your chances with I'm anyone getting, trying to sleep with you. Yeah, because if you stand up next to Beyonce, if you like, all right, let's say you're on Tinder, right? And you got a bunch mm-hmm. of pictures of you next to Beyonce. People are just going to ignore you. <laughs> They're literally only going to talk to you about Beyonce. About, yeah, about work. And I should, no one wants to talk about work. And she's probably just fucking pissed about that. Like, that bitch, that fucking witch. <laughs> fucking up my dick. Mm-hmm. And I have had it. Also, I assume she no longer drums for Beyonce. No. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and these uh, 
these accounts have come out after she was fired. So uh, she also believed that Beyonce was tapping her phone and also using her magic to control her finances. Uh, coincidentally, after she lost her job. <laughs> so now she talked to a few different outlets, like because this first lawsuit happened in 2019, and around that time she talked to a lot of different outlets. She said that you know she stands firm that Beyonce is doing this and that she has proof and that the truth will come out. And then she also said that, you know, she's a a survivor of magical harassment and should be taken seriously. She then posted a few videos on YouTube, which I watched. (laughs) (laughs) Which I watched. No, they were great. She basically sat on her kitchen floor in a dashiki and a bonnet and then just ranted for 40 minutes about how, how A, Beyonce's doing this to her. And B, that people online are being mean to her about it. And she hates that. And then see that the people online being mean to her are obviously controlled by Beyonce's witchcraft. <laughs> so, uh, in one of the final videos that she posted, she did see buried as chaotic and erratic. And uh, a lot of people are just like, are you okay, sis? And she's uh, saying that she's not having a mental episode, that her mental, her mental health is fine. And the only issue in her life is Beyonce's magical torment. I mean, that's all therapy is, is you just roll up and they're like, are you mentally fine? And you I'm say, good. yep, and walk right out the door. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then, then they send you a certificate in the mail. You're good. You, so you most mentally yeah. fine people are the people who tell you how mentally fine they are. And then yeah. end it with, it's all a witch's fault. And it walks out. <laughs> but so as of now, the judge has uh, denied her restraining order and said that her nonsensical rants about witchcraft are unfounded. And as of now, no one believes that she's being stalked magically by Beyonce. Yeah, I don't either. If we're being real, I... <laughs> but that's the I thing. Beyonce's a witch. Yeah, you never know. Like, what if she's actually? What if Beyonce really is low key? Just maybe like... it's Sasha Fierce. <laughs> maybe it's Sasha. <laughs> Honestly, it's go probably, away. It's probably Solange. If we're being honest, <laughs> maybe okay, the only Sandra people in the Fierce, world I can good. believe are actual like functioning witches are girls on TikTok. Serena and v- Venus Williams. Oh my God! Is it, one game, wait, there's no way you just dominate the planet at a sport for so long without oh, wait, a little bit of magic. That's pretty cool. Didn't one like get away with murder too? I think it was what? Wait, what? what? Bitch. What? Stop yeah, making she... up lies. That's how rumors start. Somebody Google no. quick fact check, fact check. No, fact she, check. I think, <laughs> no she, she got like a car accident or something like that. One of the Williams sisters? Yeah, yeah. I want to Google it right now. I know I'm not tripping. Because I remember I seen it on uh, Instagram and it kind of just died away. Being this Williams car accident. Hold I'm on. looking it up right now. No, yeah, no, no. They had a, they had Being a, this no. Williams fatal car crash. Well, okay. Was it car her accident? Fault? No, no, no. It wasn't her fault. So, okay, that's different, Andre. When I think, when you talk about murder on this podcast, Andre. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, no. How do I fault. stop this recording? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a Caitlyn Jenner situation. No, it wasn't a Caitlyn Jenner situation. Let me read it so I can actually clear myself, clarify myself. The person ran a red light and hit her car. It was a 78 year old man. Yeah. So he hit a red light. He ran a headlight and hit her car. So it wasn't her fault. She was involved in a car accident that was fatal. She didn't pull a Caitlyn Jenner. And then, man, people all over the world just still thinking she killed some dude. Like Andre. I saw it on Twitter. I was like, I decided to Google myself to make sure it wasn't that. I remember someone on Twitter like equated to Caitlyn Jenner, and I was like, wait, what? Caitlyn Jenner killed somebody. It's completely different. Oh, this 
And now she's trying to be a governor. We just gotta keep talking about it. <laughs> Don't let anybody <laughs> forget. <laughs> Unless she's also a witch. That murdering bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was my case about Beyonce and witchcraft. And I know that so Robert also has a celebrity. <laughs> he wants to talk on about. the subject of celebrities that are maybe actually haunting you. And this one's my favorite. Oh, this one's my favorite. I one. love this story. <laughs> so Azalea Banks, very talented rapper. Two one two. I love two one two. So actually, like in her belief system, like I'm not like being shitty at all. She practices magics in her everyday life. You know, it's not like you know crystal magic that, or anything. It's like animal sacrifice magic i can't um, dig that <laughs> yeah that's a, so oh bad oh, wait you're not down with killing animals you don't want to say what you said up. earlier to me i don't know so, animals okay there is a now infamous video of azalea banks cleaning out a closet um in one of her places that you know you see a, for a brief moment it's just destroyed. There's like, you know, dried blood, feathers. And it's a rental. All like <laughs> manner of, you know, gross, uh, magical goo, you could say. <laughs> <laughs> magical uh, goo. You know, there's things written on the walls that like, I couldn't find any sources about like what was actually written on the walls or like what it means. Um, but... Uh, so she practices magic in her everyday life because, you know, it helped her manifest great celebrity or whatever it is. Um, yeah, but but the, she also, like, advises other people to, like, get into magic and stuff. Um, so there was this uh, guy, Alex Kazemi, uh, who's a pop author. And when he was first starting out and, like, in the industry and, like, trying to get into witchcraft a little bit, he talked to Azalea about it. And she's like, oh, you know, you just need to go down to the river, find a gardener snake, cut it, and use its blood. And that was, like, the advice she gave him. I'm just like, uh... Which river? She's in New York. What? <laughs> I, they got gardener snakes everywhere, you know? Yeah, but you don't want to mess with a New York snake, man. You'll get stabbed. But the image in my mind of you're just, like, out going for a hike or, like, going for a little jog and you just look over, you see... Azalea Banks. Celebrity. Azalea <laughs> Banks. Just ripping a snake out of the river <laughs> to steal its blood is crazy to me. Um, and uh, so she does, she talks about how her, she started all this with her grandmother and how her grandmother um, was into like lighter magics and purification magic and stuff. Um, but hers seems to be slightly darker. Um, she has threatened uh, celebrities like, so uh, with a Twitter feud with Lana Del Rey, is it? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's funny you say that. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> uh, so she was quoted saying, "When her house mysteriously goes up in flames while she is asleep inside, I want to see as many hashtag Azalea Voodoo hashtags as possible." Oh my God. <laughs> so she's she's using her magic to manifest arson <laughs> against Lana Del Rey. <laughs> And, uh, and that's how you hexed... yourself suspect number one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. And telling people publicly. Uh, she also hexed Donald Trump. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, fine. that's fine. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> well, so, who hasn't no. at this point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Uh, so in that Twitter feud, didn't Lana Del Rey tell her, and I'm pretty sure I'm quoting this almost correctly, I won't not fuck you up. 
<laughs> I, one other quote I have from Bless her heart. was Azalea saying, you a privileged white woman with no fucking business, opening your mouth to a black man from Chicago, telling him what he should and shouldn't fucking believe in. Ooh, Azalea. That, that was pretty nice. And then she told her, I'm going to burn down your house with magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's all I have. For Azalea the culture. I'm not invoking any gardener snake blood at myself. I do not claim these dark energies. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like. And We're gonna have to stage is, the studio after. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and the thing about that is, she was like doing those animal sacrifices in a, an apartment that she does not own. That yeah, was a rent closet. Yeah, the closet. Her it's neighbor's so bed. Weird. Probably smell some shit. <laughs> yeah. Imagine hearing all that through the wall. Have you heard a rabbit <laughs> scream when they get? They sound know, like children. My dogs foxes. killed a rabbit, and it was the scariest, like, blood-curdling scream. And I was just like, well, I yeah, guess I have to scary. put this cat, this, oh, cat, this rabbit out of its misery, because... Oh, wow, about to kill another animal. Do you want it to suffer? No. <laughs> okay, then shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> and on that note, we're gonna take a small break. Oh. And now, a short commercial break. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I hope you get like a penis. You can go concept. next. Mine is kind of long. That's what she said. But no, mine is like pretty long. That's what she said. Mine and is moderate, but I can also like change the length of it. It's not. No, so no, no. Serious. I think it's good. No, don't. Don't stop it. That's, all, that's also what she said. And we're back. So who wants to go next between uh, Kelly and Battle? Because you guys, you guys have the darkest, serious ones. I don't. Mine's not too dark. Well, more Mine serious. Dark. Than we'll just we'll end. I'll I'll go last, so we'll end it on a bad note. <laughs> end it real cheerful. That's All how right. I'm going out my life. <laughs> I'm gonna end it on a bad note. <laughs> so mine's kind of. I think it's kind of fun. Well, in a manner of speaking, <laughs> um, just because like so, I decided to talk about the White Witch, which is Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Look like, at that prelude. Egg, what is it? What do they call it? Egg something? Anyway, whatever. <laughs> no, like... Like the egg purification spell or whatever? No, when you put an egg thing in a movie. Oh, Easter egg. Easter, Easter egg. egg, thank Easter you. Egg. Oh, <laughs> I love the most underhanded egg thing. That was a really... That was a struggle. Yeah, Andre Easter egg that... Kind of. So she's a white witch of Rose Hall is the thing I wanted to talk about. It's a lore from Jamaica that I grew up with, that my mom grew up with as well, which is like fun, funny because like when she, she, growing up, she always thought it was real. And it's interesting the way that, well, I'll get into it. So um, the supposed white witch, like 
the story, as the legend goes, is Annie Palmer, who was originally born in, well, some stories say that she was born in England, and some say she was born in Haiti, but she was born to an Irish father and an English mother. So the way that the story goes is that, like, at some point her family does move to Haiti, and her parents both die of yellow fever, and she is taken in by her nanny, who is like a voodoo priestess and teaches her both voodoo and witchcraft. So that's how she like becomes a witch. So in her late teens, she ends up in Jamaica and marries a man, John Rose Palmer. And he had come into inheriting the Rose Hall Great House or Great the Rose Hall Plantation, which is like a real estate in Jamaica. So I guess the whole real uh, myth of it comes as she was the she was considered the white witch a cruel mistress and she would take enslaved men from the plantation to use for sex and hey yo yeah although i did want to add a lot of the sources that i read like to refer to them as her lovers and granted this isn't even mm-hmm. a real story but I don't like the implication that lovers gives it because that implies that it's like consensual. And I, hey, hey, no. So she's basically a black widow archetype. She allegedly kills her husband using witchcraft, along with um, two subsequent husbands. Here's my gun named Witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, the lore also states that she would often kill the men that she, um, you know, I guess procured like if they didn't want to have sex with her if they had sex with her and she got tired of them or pretty much any reason and (laughs) yeah and then also she would um stand on the second floor balcony of the great house and watch either like watch her those that she enslaved being punished in addition to having apparently a dungeon in the great house where she would also do it herself. So then like all this, like, and she would use like voodoo and witchcraft against like people. So there's all this stuff, which I think is interesting. Cause that's like a lot of murder for one woman to just like, kind of, you know, go crazy. Yeah. alone. It kind of reminds me of like Madame Lavalry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's funny you say that. Cause I actually put that as a note in my, uh, in my stuff. Well, well, also kind of reminds me of Marie Laveau too, what's in conjunction with Lollarie. But Marie Laveau more was just like a smart gossiper. I saw the Madame Lollarie house when I was in NOLA. Did Nicolas Cage buy it at one point? Mm. Weird. I don't care yeah. about what he buys, bro. But that whole thing with the Lollarie. Y'all need to, you know, need to check out his mausoleum. He has lined up for when he dies. That really, that really happened though, right? Like that yeah. wasn't a, you know, that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, she's definitely a real person. I don't know how much of the story is true, obviously. Yeah. But, like, it's supposed to be a hot spot for, like, supernatural activity still. No, it's 2021, man. 2020. 2021. Yeah. She, oh, and of course, of course, she was always characterized as very beautiful. And, like, because you can't have, like, a female villain or really any female in the story who's not. Up to Paul Mysteriously yeah. beautiful. <laughs> you always have to add that tidbit in. Yeah, because if she wasn't, nobody would care. No, no I'm <laughs> kidding. But <laughs> so one of the things, like 
with their, that estate is like there's a great house. Actually, there's multiple great houses on that plantation. And then they are, they're also like many little overseer homes. So supposedly this man um, came from England to work as an overseer on the plantation. And I wanted, well, some of the accounts say that she fell in love with him, but obviously she doesn't seem very capable of love in that capacity. So like she became obsessed with him, I guess. And, but he fell in love with one of the young enslaved girls on the plantation. So because she got jealous, she killed the girl whose name was Millicent. And, um, it's her fault for being a woman. Exactly. And then there was a man who, uh, there's different accounts. Either he was like a practitioner or like a, like a witch doctor, or he was another one of the enslaved people on the plantation, but he was either like her father, her grandfather or something of Millicent. His name was Taku. And because of that, he took revenge on the white witch and killed her. The which, witch on witch violence here is too yes. damn high. <laughs> but, um, and the other thing too is that there are also different versions where like he is one of the, you know, one of the men that she keeps in her little black harem, I guess, for lack of a better term. I was—I feel like harem is actually a pretty good word to describe that like weird power dynamic of like kept people. Yeah, I've been like struggling to find the right word all week. Yeah. It just came to me. <laughs> so and then so after that, apparently she is entombed on the property, which is so funny because there like every single thing you look up about her, you can see the picture of her grave. Like everybody includes it, and and apparently Taku does this voodoo ritual to bind her in the grave, but doesn't complete it or it doesn't go over whatever and she is said to haunt the grounds like people can see her um, figure in the second floor balcony or where the balcony used to be or like riding her horses on the grounds and it's so funny because it's so deeply entrenched in like the tourism of that area and like none of it's true (laughs) 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 so So that's like the fictional story that like a lot of people perpetuate is true. But um, the White Witch is based on two women, actually. There actually was an Annie Palmer, but she was a lot more boring than any of these stories like give credit for. Like, I mean, I don't know if she was just like, you know, nice person because they still did own a plantation, great house. Although I don't know if she had, I don't believe she had slaves. But she wasn't this like cruel, like, you know, monster murderer that they paint her. So, um, and then the other woman was named, uh, was Rosa Palmer, um, who, so it's kind of an amalgamation of both of them. And that's actually who the original story was like pinned as the White Witch, but at, over time there's been like morphing of the story. The original, the original like publication of the the lore was in like is in eighteen sixty eight, where it was Rosa as a white witch, but um, a book was written about the entire lore in nineteen twenty nine by a man named H. G. Delisser, called aptly the White Witch of Rose Hall, 
and that he he's the one who kind of put it where it stuck to Annie Palmer. Which I think is interesting to like make up or like take this huge lore and like stick it on a real person who existed. Yeah. Right. Um Yeah. So so like the whole thing is like Rosa Palmer is where the estate gets its name. That's where Rose Hall comes from. And she was married four times, but her final husband was John Palmer. And so when she died, she passed it to him. He, he later died, and it was passed to his children, but because they didn't have any children, it was passed to his grandnephew, John Rose Palmer, who is who Annie Palmer eventually married. So, yeah, it was... It's a really interesting story, and it's a lot less interesting than the lore. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's crazy too because it's like, could you imagine like being the descendants of those people that all of this like crazy stuff is is attached to? Yeah, true. Also, the craziest part of that story is that a grandnephew inherited an estate. Like that's something that's I'd come like, up. the start of a movie. Like, mm-hmm. oh, your long lost great grandfather. Could you imagine, like, not went even to knowing? an entire plantation? And then, just... and, and, then oh, lo- and then, like, the lore you have attached to it. This, this is like the start of a great horror movie, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? And I think that they have made movies out of it. Well, the, the, that's the thing, too, with like John and Annie is like they, they moved in to the great house, like, as soon as they got married and, like, he died within seven years, and, like, it. they were just, like, I think they kind of almost inherited the debt that came along with it. So I I don't know Do for sure. Do you inherit debt? I what, think you, you can. can. Wait, what? Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. What do you mean? Student loan debt. Like, other debts you don't, but student loan debt can be passed on to your family. And liens on property are attached to the property and not to the person. So if there's a lien against like a house or a boat and you inherit that house or boat, that lien is still good. Oh. (laughs) I don't have any inheritance. I come from a poor family, everyone. Go ahead. I'll start a GoFundMe if you want to pay me. That's fine. But no, yeah, that I didn't realize that. I'm so glad that I come from a poor family. I don't have to worry about right. those types of things like inheritance getting taken away. The fuck? No, not today. Not me. I think there's like no. multiple things too with that because it's like I don't like that. especially when you like. I mean, you know, with. The everything that it takes to run a plantation because it's not just the home, it's like it's an estate, yeah. yeah. So, like, all those things that come along with it that can cause, like, I mean, I would imagine this is expensive to run because that's the whole thing, too. Is it sat, I think, unoccupied and just like kind of falling apart for like a hundred years uh, until yeah. the 60s when an American came down to Jamaica and renovated the entire great house and then turned it into this like tourist destination. So like you can't stay there or anything, but you can take tours and then like other parts of the property have like hotels and stuff, which I find it. Well, I kind of hate it because it's like this, you know, rich white American owns this like historical property and is making all this money. Yeah. Cause like, there's like a, like a Sands hotel or something like that on the property and they have like golf courses and things like that. My mom actually used to live on that property. Oh, sure. And oh, wow. 
Um, part of the lore too is so Johnny Cash lived in a neighboring estate back then in like the sixties or seventies. He was actually her neighbor. Oh shit! But um, what? Yeah. She ever go through his garbage? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'd probably go through his garbage. I would, I would definitely go through Johnny Cash's garbage in a heartbeat. I don't. I don't think they did. But but you haven't asked, so we'll let soft maybe for now. <laughs> but I do love like Jamaica has a lot of like when it comes to like witchcraft and stuff like that. They have a lot of like history with that, like the whole zombie thing. I remember I was reading this book about it and like how the whole zombie thing started. But not started, but like it did not actual like zombies. It's like the bones are a puffer fist. They grind up and like they're just blown in someone's faces. And you just have this horrible reaction to it. Mm-hmm. You have like you like go into like a comatose state and you appear dead. And then they use this other plant to like bring you out of it and just tell you, oh, bro, you died and you're a zombie in your mind now. And it's because and then people just be like, okay, I, all right, I guess I guess I'm a zombie. Like, it, There's a pretty good movie called Zombie Child. It came out in 2019. It's a French language movie, uh, and it's 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 about this thing we're talking. I don't want to give anything away. Pretty good. Okay, so my two other little things left. Johnny Cash wrote a song called "The Ballad of Annie Palmer" in the 70s about mm-hmm. obviously, and then the other thing is, which I know a lot of. Um, a lot of places have, but this is the only one that I actually saw. Ghost Adventures did an episode of the Greyhound, and it's so bad. No way, it's so bad. Get out of here, I love you, Zach. No. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't know if anybody cares about spoilers because I'm just gonna tell you, but it's because <laughs> like, yes, like, fuck your feelings. I'm gonna tell you. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna guess that Aaron screamed and got really scared. If you don't want to hear it, you need to leave. <laughs> okay. Um, so <laughs> we all know that there are three white guys who are going in there, and they had like a a black tour guide, and their whole thing was like, "Well, we heard Annie Palmer loves." black men and then so they had the guy they had the guy start like shaking and shit and it's like oh it was so like like, doing a strip no just like 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 zach was like oh my god i think annie's touching him oh like like assaulting him and shit and it's like i can't this is embarrassing to watch can you imagine being that tour guide and be like if you and then don't tip (laughs) (laughs) you better pay me good for this show oh god jersey represent i mean (laughs) you know what i want like before i die i just want like a jersey shore and ghost adventures crossover oh my god (laughs) that would be iconic i feel like snooki would be great Oh, 100%. She puts on a show. Jim Tan Haunting? Is that the new, the new tagline? The crossover tag? <laughs> Put that on the shirt. But yeah, no, that was that was a great story. It was good. Battle? You wanna... Jesus, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I could... I think Kelly should have ended it. I take that everything that I said back back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll switch them around in post. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I work. I work my magic. We'll see how that's. Okay, so this case is something that Andre said. Yeah, you can cover this because you didn't do anything. You piece of shit. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> cool. I'll cover it. <laughs> um. So no, I am super excited about this one because I love paranormal shit. I actually watched a bunch of like 
The Conjuring. I don't know if you see the new Conjuring movie, but it's okay. It's cool. I was. I'm not, I have not, not seen it yet. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the franchise because I'm. T- I I hate how they keep trying to make Ed and Lorraine attractive. Like they really want yeah. America to fuck. Have those you two. seen the things that they've done? Apparently, I was gonna say that that thing that just came I out saw. About Ed yeah, I sleep. saw your face. You're wait, just what, like, wait, what, wait, what, um, what? like he had got someone pregnant <gasps> and like. <laughs> Lorraine was like cool with it. There's like a lot of things. The thing that I heard allegedly, because I don't want to get sued by anyone. Yeah. Or or put a a witch spell against this. Yeah. So the thing that I saw was that he had started sleeping with this girl when she was like a teenager and like teen kept her in their fucking basement for years. Like, like she lived with them. And yeah, and then she got pregnant, and then they—they they told her ha- to have an abortion. Yeah, Lorraine said you need to have an abortion. Conjuring four, which like they're—it's on aren't TikTok. They Go to TikTok. Go to TikTok. Yes, they are Catholic. What the fuck? Go the to TikTok. It's on TikTok, everyone. Like, yo, <laughs> people are like canceling everyone left and right. Like, yo. well, the thing that kills me too is that like we've known that they were like bad just in general for a long yeah. time. But like it, it's wait, just like wait. it just keeps getting worse. Quick pivot: If someone can find that TikTok and send it to me, I'm gonna add it into the show. If I can find it, I'm gonna add the soundbite into the show and like tag the link in oh, yeah. the show notes. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy when I saw it. I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm still going to watch The Conjuring. The devil made me do it. <laughs> like, I watch it. Like, well, at least we know they're not getting money from it. Yeah, well, yeah, true. Yeah. But I hate how they really kind of make those two seem very, very attractive. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> I like Vera Farmiga, Vera Farmiga, and um, oh, that actors. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Bojack Horseman. Is that Bojack Horseman? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was the other real quick snippet. I, I think I heard this on another podcast, but um, there was one time they basically were trying to get this man off um, for murder charges, saying that he was possessed by a demon. Like, and it's like, no. Yeah, but they, like, vouched for him in court Uh and everything. And you know what happened? He got manslaughter charges instead of murder. Um, you need to watch the next, you need to watch the next episode or the next, uh, movie of The Conjuring. Is that, is it? They talk about a person that got. I'm not gonna spoil it, but just go ahead and watch it. Like because oh my yeah. god, I gotta watch it. I gotta watch the fucking movie now. Yes, I watched a documentary on HBO Max, which Andre has my password. If you guys need the password too, I will totally give that to you. But um, yeah, yes. All right, but continue. It, there's some good stuff on it. But anyways, we're talking about the paranormal. Let's get back to it. <laughs> so I'm going to start this off by talking about Santa Muerte. Uh, he, he googled that. No, Santa Muerte. Santa Muerte. You no, know, you hit that right. That sounded authentic as shit. Well, so <laughs> when I was a kid, I had to learn how to speak Spanish because a lot of the people that I worked with were Spanish. I picked vegetables and shit in the fields, but whatever. Um, in California. So according to JSTOR, which if you don't know what JSTOR is, it's a journal storage. I used well, it a geez. lot when I was in college. I um, but according to uh, JSTOR, Santa Muerte... First, Santa Muerte's first documented appearance as a saint in Mexico came 1797 in an Inquisition report. The crazy thing is that 
since really the 13th century, the figures of death or images of death, the person or or whatever has been around. So it's been around since the 13th century. And if you haven't guessed by now, Santa Muerte is a skeleton cloth in a bridal gown. How would I guess that? I don't know. A, a cloth? Because cloth. Oh. It's like a cloth. So it's like... Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, like in the episode of Pretty Little Liars where Spencer had those bones in her, like, bridal corset? That's Day of the Dead. But I don't know. But, like, Santa Muerte is just, like, the Mexican depiction of death. Okay. But that's a uh, a saint, excuse me. And she's actually been depicted in a lot of shows, like, um, what's that motorcycle show? Oh, Sons of Anarchy? Sons of, Sons of Anarchy, I believe, when it or, comes to the Mexican I think thinking, or No, I think you mean the Mayans. They had a, it was like the spinoff show of Sons of Anarchy. Maybe the Mayans, I'm not sure. But they always have her depicted in a lot of like shows like that or that have shows that have drug trafficking for some reason. But her followers usually pray with rosaries. They go on pilgrimages and they place offerings like apples cigars remember that and candles on her altar according again to jstor very phallic while her (laughs) while her followers typically have a spiritual connection in a good sense there's also a dark side of what can come from worshiping or praying to the saint of death so I'm getting close to exactly what this case is about. However, there's a little bit more background information that I want to give. Andre said this is a short case, and I was like, no, 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 no. This is a huge fucking case. Like, it's crazy because there's so much that goes into it. That's and why of I course, pass it along to you. Know y'all know I deep. like history and, like, deep dives into shit. Yes. So, I want to give you a little bit more information. And along with Santa Muerte, there's a dark side of the saint that comes from, um, I'm going to butcher it, it's Mara Salvat, Mara Salvatatura, Salvatatuch, yeah, I'm butchering it, no, Salvatatutra, but it's better known as <laughs> MS-13. And oh, MS-13 is an international gang that oriented from Los Angeles in the 70s. And I want to put on a record that we have no beef with MS-13. <laughs> I, I make a hint of that later, yeah. Because okay. the crazy thing about MS-13 was that when they first became a gang or when they were first set up as a group, they were set up to actually help Salvadorian immigrants from other gangs in the L.A. area because it was an issue and it's still kind of an issue. Eventually, though, they became more of a criminal gang as time went on. And if you haven't heard of MS-13, you should look them up. Because they are known to have a reputation for extreme violence. To include the initiation, which the initiation to join the gang is pretty intense. As the initiates are to be jumped in. Meaning they have to survive and go through a 13 second beating. Not to mention... They also have to get wet, meaning carry out a crime for the gang, and a lot of times that means carry out murder. Now, what about the female initiates? Don't they have to go through like something else? I don't know. I know I for like look at that. I, know I just like looked the at bloods initiates. And crips, like the females would have to get like they call sexton, which is I don't. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I was not- very uncomfortable talking about the gang 
like I'm really nervous, but I'll get to that. Like, um, but another scary, scary thing about the about MS-13 is that according to an FBI gang specialist, their motto is "kill, rape, control." <coughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fun. But for me, gangs have always been scary, and I typically respect the groups in a sense that I recognize saying foul things about different gangs and groups could be potentially harmful. So, oh, yeah. information, everyone that I have provided, have been things that have already been said about the gangs, these gangs or groups, and have been proven true about some of the gangs or members of the of these groups. And of course, sources will be linked at the end of the show. So if you have anything to say, we'll put the show notes in there. I will also again, link Battle's address if you want to personally <laughs> ask him any questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're probably wondering, why do I have a lot of background information about Santa Muerte and MS-13? Well, it's because... The case I'm covering today revolves around both, since it's a paranormal case. This case is about a young teenager named Genesis Cornejo Alvarado. I said it good, right? Yeah. At the time of her disappearance, she was actually only 15. Her family moved moved from New York to Houston, a Houston area, and... Eventually, when they moved there, she is reported missing in January of 2017. And the crazy thing is, when she was reported missing, Jersey Police Village in that area, Jersey Village Police officers in that area searched for her in different apartment complexes near where she lived. And unfortunately, like I've seen before and we've talked about before, they treated her as just a runaway. Oh, she's running away. She's actively hiding from them. Whatever. That's how they treated the disappearance. What does that have they, a lot of children of color when they go missing? Yeah, they run away. They believe that she ran away with... They ran. She ran away with a man back to New York. But, unfortunately, after one month... At, one month after her disappearance, her body was found with gunshot wounds to her face and chest. Investigators believe that she was killed as part of a satanic ritual. By the way, I just want to point out, just because people who worship saints, specifically a saint of death, doesn't mean that they're necessarily satanic. I think what I may talk about later is this cult, and it's called the Cult of Santa Muerte, and that may be more satanic, but the saint herself is not a satanic-like idol. I think people but, probably use the phrase like satanic because like there's you you kind of get that just, picture in your head when you you know yeah it's you, like a, it's become a catch-all for anything that's like dark not exactly Christian. yeah well I mean if she's a saint that's still under like Christianity stuff right yeah well in the not good Christian so yeah anything dark yeah. excuse me blame my loss forgive me <laughs> <laughs> so here's what happened. Apparently, Genesis ran away from home and got caught up with some MS-13 gang members. And there were apparently, at the time that she got caught up, there were three other girls that were kidnapped, Genesis being one. According to one of the girls that was actually kidnapped, 
who was 14 and survived. Genesis was killed because she accidentally struck the gang shrine to Santa Muerte. So she accidentally bumped into it, did whatever, and they didn't like that. So in efforts to make a make good with the members, Genesis, she actually offered a peace, a sign of peace or peace offering in the form of a cigarette. Because remember what I told you earlier, oftentimes people would leave things like cigarettes and cigars for peace offerings or offerings to Santa Muerte. Unfortunately for Genesis, when one of the gang members gave the offering to Santa Muerte, the person in charge said that, and I quote, the beast did not want a material offering, but wanted a soul. Mm-hmm. That's a big escalation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eventually, two men were found responsible for killing Genesis. Their name was Miguel, uh, I guess, Angel Alvarez Flores and Diego Alexander Hernandez Rivera. And these were two members of MS-13 that sacrificed Genesis to Santa Muerte. And luckily, but not luckily, for her family and for her, each of them received 40 years in prison. But Diego Hernandez Rivera pleaded guilty to the murder in exchange for 40 years in prison. So he took a plea deal. Hernandez Rivera, who also went by the name Scary also pleaded guilty to aggravated assault with a deadly weapon in exchange for 12 years in prison, which those sentences will run concurrently. Alvarez Flores, who went by the diabolical, who went by diabolical was founded guilty and was sentenced to 40 years in prison. So their names were scary and diabolical. Yes. Sound like evil spice girls. And that's my case. Like that, I was so scared when I was reading it. And like when I was typing everything up, I was so nervous because I know I there was there was one part uh, where they said where they got the court. There were like a bunch of news cameras and stuff like inside, and like the two men were just like like waving and smiling at the cameras. And yes, like <sighs> their first court appearance, they're super smug and just like, oh yeah, we did this, whatever. Um, I didn't want to illuminate. I didn't want to illuminate too much on them as people because we get what kind of people they were again that's just because of documented like um text that is out there about them right um they didn't seem like pretty nice people obviously they killed someone because no they were they were scary and or diabolical and they're yeah absolutely so yes it was a such a creepy case to cover and i read a lot into the saint thing and the gang thing those are my two favorite things to read about because it's just like okay where do they come from the mindset of being gang members but also being devout in their religious beliefs to where they will murder someone because they did something like bump a shrine it's like it feels like a real forceful you know joining of two things like they're really you really gotta ju- make a lot of justifications to bring the marry those two things together. Yeah, but I guess you see that a lot, especially in history, where people like easily marry religion and murder. Or even today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, <laughs> it, it makes like the <laughs> control of the individuals in the group so much easier. Yeah. Oh, hundred like, percent. You know, you don't have to worry so much about like your hitmen like wandering off if they think that you are also like connected to their god somehow. Mm-hmm. But I also don't know like too. 
Um, what I don't know is how much, how many of the members of MS-13 are a part of, are a part of, exactly, yeah. Or how many believers of Senthamwet there are part of MS-13. Yeah, because they they range like all across like America and South America too. Mm -hmm. Like they're pretty, they're all over. They're very worldwide, and I feel like there are some in the UK also, from what I've read. Yes, I I would assume at least like not all of them would probably subscribe to that religious belief. Yeah, there's no way. But that's my case. Sheesh. <laughs> well, yeah. Normally, like I said in previous episodes, I would like attach an organization to check out, but there's not really a paranormal organization that I would attach to like this. Go watch Ghost Adventures and or The Conjuring. What's the new one called? The Devil, Devil Made Me Do, do It. <gasps> Devil Baby Did It. <laughs> <laughs> well, and check out Zombie Child. Oh yeah, and Zombie. Good. Oh, I watch Censor. Oh, oh my god! Did you, did you love it? I It was an inter- oh, wow. interesting movie. I was just like, at the end of it, I was just like, man, fucked, right? this sucks. It was fucked. Censor, yeah. I'll tell you guys right now, it just released in America. This is in June. You can rent it on Amazon Prime for like six bucks. Yeah, so by time by time like you hear this, it's already going to be out for a couple weeks. But go watch Censor. It's a really good like UK film. Really, really good. I'd highly recommend it. Good. Damn. Yes. But, uh, yeah. Do you have anything to plug, Battle? Um, I'd like to say that maybe, uh, we can do maybe a, I know we talked about it last time, like a Discord, like, movie with people. Yeah, um, we can set that up. We're good. We're talking we, need, about we need to do that. If you guys want to watch a Discord movie with us and you can hear our just random bullshit, whatever. Yeah, we we'll should do that. Um, we can set up our own Discord. We'll, we'll, we'll put it in a group chat and talk about it. I need to learn more about Discord. <laughs> yeah, I could teach you about Discord. It's fun. But no, I don't have anything else to plug. Kelly? Roberto? No, I got nothing. Yeah, neither do I. So, you know, make sure you check out the social medias. We are active, very active on social media. The, uh, battle's taking over the Twitter. So, <laughs> yeah. the people in my Twitter DMs, you'll finally get some answers. <laughs> 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 Um, also, you know, check out the Patreon for extra, extra content. We just posted some shit there. And, uh, yeah. That's it. That's the show. Also, leave us a like and review if you like and want to review us. Because <laughs> we have been getting box. more reviews. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And also, stay tuned for the music after this. And, uh, I hope you like this more relaxed kind of episode. <laughs> we talk about a lot of serious shit a lot, so this was fun. It just, like... <laughs> talk about the paranormal kelly's doing her little dance i was gonna be lit (laughs) dance dance all right but uh bye see ya bye bye oh yeah you can't see me wave Time now for your latest weather forecast. At Parker, our purpose is simple. 
We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Won't fade till I let it out. It won't fade till I let it out. But the rain only falls on the fortunate. Wake up calls needed more of them. I'm sick of scribbling force up against the wall and feeling all kinds of awkward in public before performances. My mind's filling up with the sauce, but I lack the portioning. It's all time to get with the program. Enough with the slow jams. I puff on the dope and disconnect with the coke gang. Rough on the nose gang. I fell in love with my own sound. Now, so far. Thanks. 